Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So it is time for another happy hour. It once again, by happy coincidence, is actually Thursday. Yes. Yeah, so happy Thursday, this. everyone. Happy Thursday. Um, we wanted to invite you to get a drink or a snack or just do something to relax with us for a little bit. As we we love to share these hopefully spaces in perhaps a uh, stressful time or day for you to yes. take that moment, whatever that means to you. Please join us because I'm actually, I'm so excited and Samantha can see, but I'm like smiling uh, (laughs) because I'm so excited to talk about this, uh, what I chose for this happy hour topic, which is my favorite fan fiction term that I only discovered within the past year, I think, which is cinnamon roll. Yes. Yes. And so before we get into what that is, and I swear this is related to feminism and women, I promise, I promise, I promise, Samantha knows that I love this very, very much. And as part of our (laughs) watching Star Wars cocktail thing that we've done, where we've created a bunch of cocktails for the original trilogy, Samantha, you created one called the Cinnamon Roll. Actually, it's Annie's Cinnamon Roll. Remember, we were very, very specific. Did we name your segment? Because it's specific to your nerd loves. Well, the working title is Annie's Nerd Corner, but as I said, I, I'm I'm still workshopping it. Okay, okay. I was just <laughs> yes. trying to see if you've came up with a new one or a, an a actual lasting term. But yeah, uh-huh. I did create something for our very beginning watchings. Mm-hmm. And because it is cinnamon roll, and I, for the longest time, really thought you meant cinnamon roll. Yes. And every time we talk about it, I crave cinnamon rolls. And I'm very yes. upset right now that I don't have one in my face. But it's yeah. okay. Uh, <laughs> I did decide that I was going to do a cocktail specifically for you because I have this love of coffee and hot chocolate mixed together. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, this is a mocha. I know. Don't don't <laughs> at me, people. I know. But we're uh-huh. not fancy like that. So I had to create my own, which ended up being a dark coffee with a scoop of your favorite hot chocolate. Mine's a double dark chocolate. Ooh, yeah. A little dash of cinnamon, obviously, because for the cinnamon roll part. Obviously. Some type of dairy or non-dairy-ish creamer, if you want. If you want to make it alcoholic, cool. Do your Baileys. If not, go for your favorite creamer. I also have my uh, sweet cream Chibani creamer. I really do like that. None of these things are sponsored, None by the way. No sponsors, yep. <laughs> um, and then you, of course, mix it up, stir it together. And then at the top, if you also want to do a dash of whiskey, you know, for Annie, I do this for her specific, you know, uh, cinnamon yes. roll. And then we uh-huh. do a swirl of whipped cream because mm-hmm. I love some whipped cream with oh. another dash of cinnamon on top of it. And that is your Annie cinnamon roll. Oh, and I love it. Samantha, you nailed it. Um, And that is what we're sipping on right now. I'm sipping on kind of a modified version because I don't have all those ingredients. And I'll tell you, as I told Samantha, I'm a two coffee before noon gal. I'm a two cup gal. It's (laughs) it's now like three o'clock here. (laughs) And I've had four coffees. So I feel like I am flying high right now. Uh (laughs) Yes, your jitteriness and happiness of caffeine is quite obvious. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and I did want to mention uh, one time, like way back when I was, I often talked to Samantha, who was very kind to let me indulge in my <laughs> fandom. Um, I often talk about cinnamon roll. And sometimes I'll just say like my sweet cinnamon roll randomly. One time yes. you did get 
cinnamon rolls the food yeah. so we could enjoy cinnamon she took roll. one bite and then I ate the rest. But it was okay. <laughs> I was still okay with it. Yes, yes. So that is what we are sipping on. But let's talk about the fan fiction term. So it means someone who is too pure, too sweet, too innocent for this world or galaxy and usually suffers for it. Almost always. <laughs> In my fan fiction realm, it is almost exclusively used to refer to Luke Skywalker from the original Star Wars series. I've never seen it applied to anyone else, but my fan fiction realm is pretty narrow. So, like, I can't say for sure. But he, like, I imagine if this was a dictionary entry, his picture would be next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my absolute favorite thing. When I read it, and as you know, Samantha, I was scared to Google what it meant. When I found out the definition, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly the thing. This is what I love. Yes. And I love that it has a term. Yes. <laughs> and it also describes what I, yeah, what I write. There is also, I want to put in here, cinnamon roll with an S. Yeah, we went through a whole deep dive of these different versions yes. of cinnamon rolls. Yes, you, you helped me do it because I was I afraid to Google it. And that describes someone who appears to be super innocent, but is actually the opposite. Or maybe better put, like they appear to be a cinnamon roll with the C, but they're not. <laughs> and then there's burnt cinnamon roll, who is somebody who was a cinnamon roll, but thanks to some trauma, is no longer a cinnamon roll. They are burnt. Um, and some people, I, I could see the argument that Luke in The Last Jedi is a burnt cinnamon roll. Maybe in the newer ones, yeah, it would exactly. be the burnt cinnamon roll, right? Yeah, I think so. I can see that. And that's actually, funnily enough, even though I would imagine most people don't know this term, that is what they didn't like about Luke in the newer ones, is that he is a burnt cinnamon roll. Um, and Luke is uh, also, specifically for him, he's also interchangeably called Sunshine Child or Puppy in a Poncho, which are very like related. One. Puppy in a Puppy poncho. Puppy in a poncho. Yeah. Yeah, that's one very specific scene. I have that poncho now, yes, by the way. Yes, I know. And yes, I love this so much that Samantha, she made me a wonderful, she got a wonderful mug made for me that has Luke on it and a cinnamon roll that says, precious cinnamon roll, too good, too pure for this world. Yeah. I love it. I'm drinking out of it right now. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited when I found a person who could do that for me on the perfect mug with the perfect, like, ah, this is why I love Etsy. Again, not sponsored. Finding <laughs> people who are local and can do these crafts for you. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I still love to think whoever this person was who wonders about it, what is a cinnamon roll, or either knew it and was like, aha. <laughs> I feel like, and it was a she, her response seemed to be like, I know exactly what you want. Like, it, yes. and it, exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so I have a feeling she knew. Like, I, I'm going to give her mm. credit to that because there was no question. I love it. I hope so. <laughs> and I absolutely adore the bug. Um, I have a homemade coaster for cinnamon roll and a shirt that says cinnamon rolls, not gender rolls. So I love it. I will put out there, if you're interested, I would love if anyone was interested and wanted to Google more about this afterwards. I'd be surprised. But there is a sex slang term, cinnamon roll too. Uh, it's actually, you know, maybe Google knows me too well, but it's not, it was not on like the first page even, I don't huh. think. Yeah. But just to put that out there. And now I'm going to wonder what that is. Oh, don't look at it. Okay. I, I can explain it to you later if you would uh, like. But... No, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you telling HR me not to look involved. at it, that says a lot. So I'm good. <laughs> so this 
term is believed to have originated from an Onion article about how cinnamon rolls, the food, were too good for this world. Like, we didn't deserve cinnamon rolls. True. And some words and phrases associated with a cinnamon roll, I wanted to go through a list. I did this last night because I actually wrote this outline a long time ago and I kept thinking of things. <laughs> so, kind, sweet, genuine, earnest. Did I say kind? Because that's a big one. <laughs> uh, always putting others first. Self-sacrificing. Friendly, affectionate, compassionate. Brave, standing up for their beliefs, loyal, open, vulnerable, honest, good, pure, innocent, a damn sweetheart, um, a bright, precious, gentle, soft, sunshine. They like really see you, you know? <laughs> and they're so open and giving with their hearts. And they're usually pretty forgiving. Okay, but yes, uh, what does this have to do with feminism and women's issues? So this is my theory, and it is very personal to me. I don't think this is why everyone likes or writes cinnamon rolls of people who do, but it is what resonates with me. And just a reminder, unfortunately, women and other marginalized groups do experience trauma and PTSD at higher rates. And also, they're the ones writing most fan fiction. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure people are like, wait, what? We're talking about PTSD. <laughs> um, yeah, so the idea of being so good and so pure that you make others better. And this is a rhetoric we've heard particularly against women, like used against women, making men better in that hetero sense. Cinnamon rolls are also very genuine in their emotions. And instead of being judged for it, they're loved for it. And that's nice to think, especially if you have been through a trauma, that being open with yourself and your emotions wouldn't drive people away, but instead it is a lovable trait. It's something people love about you. Something that makes you special. That's a nice idea. Um, and then being so innocent that all the harm that comes to you is not your fault, which is particularly powerful when you've gone through a trauma and you're looking for all these reasons, examining all these things of how it was your fault. You're victim blaming yourself. And, and just that term innocent is really loaded. And in here, I'm not talking... I feel like that often is used in a sexual sense of like right. virginity. It doesn't mean that. And this question of like, can you still be innocent, in quotes, after a trauma? And for me, that was a very important thing. I wanted to believe that even after everything I'd been through, I could be normal, in heavy mm -hmm. quotes, and happy and sweet. And also there's, for me personally, again, there's a level of not understanding the world around you, especially the romance aspect and bad, evil things and just kind of not so great things and bringing out those protective instincts in others because it, without, you don't have to ask. And that is comforting because for, again, I have a really hard time asking for help. And so the idea that someone could just help me, that they can see I need help and they will and I don't have to ask is really comforting for me. And this, this trope does almost always involve someone being comforted uh, and assured that you did nothing wrong and people just being really protective of you. And this is tricky because for me, I had these traumas at formative points in my life and this protection, protection at, at all came at a price. So it's extremely powerful for me to think that someone would protect me because they want to, because they like me, and not because they want something from you, which I know you can protect someone because you like them and love them and also want something from them. But that is really hard for me to accept. That's something I'm actually working on because of what I went through. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. Cinnamon rolls themselves are generally always putting others first and never thinking of themselves. And that necessitates this protective instinct in others, even when it comes to making sure they eat or sleep, which is something I can really relate to. <laughs> and I will say, some people really don't like this trope. They think that it's unrealistic, which no one's saying it's not. Uh, kind of goody two-shoes territory. And that's where you see the opposite of this, as in Luke becomes an evil Sith Lord, or kind of similarly, Harry Potter is in Slytherin. This is really cunning. Um, I would argue for some, this is also a reaction to trauma, those things. And they just coped in a different way than I did. And that's not bad or wrong. Right. <laughs> it's just how, as we said, people cope in different ways. But TLDR, I f- love cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> not the food. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the food is okay, but the, the trope is my favorite, uh, even though I know they are unrealistic and I would never want to put these restrictions on trauma on anyone or how you should handle trauma. But it's nice for me to read and write about. Mm-hmm. I've jokingly said I'm cinnamon roll sexual. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, yes, I will say this was probably one of the first things you told me about in fan fiction world uh, as uh-huh. I'm learning of such things. But yeah, I think it's definitely a conversation about trauma as well. And and when we talk about Harry Potter specifically, I come from like a social work perspective of like, no real kid would be this okay and this mm-hmm. good in this reality. But that's not true. That's not true. People react differently and some do fight uh, against the evil and some do succumb to their own traumas. And then when I say succumb, that means like whether it's exploring yourself and finding yourself however necessary. So yeah, it's a whole thing. But yeah, cinnamon rolls sounds really nice and does make me want to eat a cinnamon roll. <laughs> it can be accomplished. There's a part of me that's like, I wonder if I could convince Samantha to read one of these fan fictions so she knows what I'm talking about. But I didn't. I, didn't I feel try. like I know. You talk a lot about it. So I, I feel like I've read some things, like even without <laughs> reading things. And that's okay. Thank you. Well, uh, and I also want to say, uh, if, I, if I wasn't clear, I'm sure plenty of people read this and like it because it, there is that dichotomy of like super sweet Luke Skywalker and then like gruff Han Solo. And that's just, some people just enjoy that like, contrasting characters and they're not reading it because it's like trauma (laughs) interpretation but that's just for me I think that's one of the reasons that it really resonates and I do think that probably for other trauma people who've experienced trauma that might be something similar but I could be absolutely wrong I'd love to hear from any listeners your thoughts well I think a lot of any kind of like fan fiction, or when we talk about writing or needing something cathartic, and when you connect with a character so deeply, you see yeah. a part of yourself into that character, or whether whether it's the environment, and to want it to go the way you hope for or you are fearful of, that's therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I know I've talked about it before, but it has been very therapeutic for me. And if you want the mineral fanfic recommendations, I have a million of them. I have a lot. They're almost all original trilogy Star Wars because that is what I mostly read right now. And Luke is the main character I've seen with that label, as I said. The most cinnamon roll of the cinnamon rolls I've read is a 10-part twin swap fic, meaning Luke and Leia switch places, called How the Other Half Lives by Arcadia Knights. And I adore it. It's a series, so yes, 10 parts. It's a lot. Also, it's coming to an end, and I'm very, very sad. You told me this. Yes. And the author, (laughs) I wonder if they would agree 
about the cinnamon roll label, but I mm. I think so. Um, <laughs> but yes, I have many recommendations. I will totally shout out your fan fiction if you send it to us, and I will send any recs to you. I also have a music playlist that's cinnamon roll themed, and it's very sad. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> 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 um, so, if you have any fan fiction you want to highlight, or if you're looking for suggestions, you can email us. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You or on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 